Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to Down to the Core. We are your host. I am Jim. And I'm Julie. And we are the founders of Sita Hope Soul Coaching. And each week we will bring you three episodes where you will get to hear her perspective, his perspective, and, and our perspective. perspective. Today, Today you'll get, get both, both of us. us. So, so let's, let's get, get started. Good morning, family. Good morning, soul family. Um, so Jim and I were just having a pretty deep conversation and, ow, scratched something on my eye. Um, anyhow, we had a, I asked him at the beginning of our conversation, I asked him, so yesterday where we're at, we had some new people come in and, um, the, um, was introduced to them. This is such a these are great Christian couple. And um, <clears throat> so my question to him was, why do people introduce people like that? Like, it's an automatic, right, labeling of them. And so anyhow, we were just having this discussion. And I, by any means, I don't think that, um, you know, the person that introduced them that way or whatever meant really anything by it. They just... It was a compliment. It was a compliment uh-huh. to them. You yeah. know, you can tell by, you know, person's... Uh, vibration or whatever you know so i mean it was all in good or whatever but it made me contemplate the question and so then we started talking about that and then we started we, talking we contemplate it because we both hate labels yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah. that's why we contemplate those types of things or whatever and so we got into the discussion you know about um about that whole thing and um you know that's part of the whole deconstructing from the labels and the programming of well, just because a person is labeled a Christian, does that act in all actuality make them a good person? And, you know, of course, we don't believe that it does. Um, and so we, you know, oftentimes I post stuff on Facebook or whatever, and there was a comment from, again, another person that I don't really think they're so indoctrinated and programmed, you know, their response to something that I posted was, um, well, Christ dies for your, our sins. Well, okay. But what does that even mean? Do you, do you not me, but do you even know what that means? Or are you just repeating what you've been told, you know, your whole entire life and looking back at and talking about, um, you know, just the way the world is today. I mean, we have the ability to share our thoughts and feelings and all these things, you know, on social media, but what ends up happening is we have all these other people that are also on social media that can um, judge you based off of a label, whatever that label is. And so, um, or they'll make up their own for you. (laughs) Or they make up their own because they have this belief system that if you, or not Christian or Christ follower that you're a bad person. And so, um, so I brought up the scenario of a blind study test of, you know, one person that's a Christian in one room and one person that's, it could be Muslim, pagan, uh, which it doesn't matter. You put whatever label you want on them in another room and, 
you're watching to see and no you don't know anything about these people and you have to choose who's more loving or kind or service to others or whatever it is and the person who claims to be a christian or is labeled the christian is abusive to his wife and his kids and you know blah 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 and the say muslim is loving and kind and you know service and all of these things and you pick that person and then you find out later that they're a muslim what is your reaction going to be to that you know um and so then i said well you know maybe if i never would have posted certain things about crystals or you know put in my moon going under the full moon all those things then maybe certain people in our lives would still be talking to us which is probably a true fact it is probably a true fact and what that shows me is based off of judgment and labels and all of the things because if i never would have said anything or posted anything on social media all you would think is that i'm wearing a pretty stone around my neck mm -hmm. you wouldn't look at it as anything other than that right or the way a person looks you'd put a judgment on them i mean i've got gauges in my ears i you know all these different things tattoos all over my body and people label me all the time yeah. i'm sure of it yeah. you know um and so i guess it's like a question that i just propose to everybody else like how often do you yourself you know, judge or label other people based on how they look, the way they talk, um, you know, the things that they do or practice or whatever, you know, um, because I think it's more common than it is not. Yeah. And so I, I thought it would be a good conversation for us to have because, you know, the whole question was, why do people find it so important to label someone when they're introducing somebody to somebody else? Oh. You know, well, this is a great, good Christian couple. Well, what does that even mean? And do you really know that? Yeah. <laughs> well, and, you know, your idea of what that means as opposed to somebody else's idea of what it means <coughs> can be totally different. And, um, you know, for me... I always go back to, I've sat in a lot of rooms with a lot of people that had zero belief system. Mm -hmm. You know, their belief system was just living today. Yeah. You know, trying to get through today. And, um, and then sat in rooms with people that have been following Jesus their entire lives and they're running churches and, you know, ministries and doing all that stuff. And I never, ever in the group with the addicts ever mm -hmm. felt judged by any of those guys. Yeah. Never, not once. Um, whereas I go to the staff meetings and the big assemblies and all that, and I felt judged everywhere I went. Absolutely. Um, and and that could be in. Fair on my part too, you know. I mean, I don't know that it is. Well, because I've you know, not always felt I mean, that from, way too. from the actions of people, you and know, stuff, right? I think that's what. We're <clears throat> but um, it's you know, so to me that it, <laughs> it speaks it speaks volumes, 
you know, and, and we're really hard, you know, on the Christian religion. Um, but it's simply because of our experience. Yeah. You know, and I have literally watched pastors sit and preach about not judging people. They'll sit here and look you right in the face and tell you Jesus himself said, I did not come to judge. Mm -hmm. Right. But then they will turn around and an hour later when they're having lunch with you, judge, judge everybody that walks through yep. that freaking door. Yeah. And I've seen it over and over and over and over and over again. And that kind of stuff just makes me want to throw up. Yeah. Um, because none of us should ever be. And I'm not saying that I don't because every once in a while the ego gets in there and it'll sure. start speaking in your ear and tell you, you know, something. And, um, you know, you got to be quick, you know, yeah. to, to kill that thing. And but I think that is what, you know, and I'm not saying this out of ego or any of that, but I think that's what makes us different from the majority sure. is that we know that that can happen and we recognize it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we try very hard to just um, to change it as yeah. quickly as possible. And, and, you know, ask for forgiveness. You don't, yeah. just because you do something or judge someone, you know, even if it's quietly in your own head, yeah. you know, you don't, I used to think that, oh my God, I had to go and apologize to that person physically because right, right, they right. didn't even know. Exactly. So then you open up this door to, you know, something even bigger. But if you can do it within yourself and within your higher power, whoever that may be for you, then what I've learned in that in the last especially few years is that I don't have to, I, you know, go, I was taught that, well, if you even judge someone, you have to, you know, it's sure. like physically apologize. Yeah. To that That's person, a sin, but, right? But you don't. Right. And you can still ask for forgiveness or, you know, apologize to that person um, in your own private way because you're, then changing the frequency and the vibration exactly, of that, right? Exactly. Um, you know, recently, um, I've you know ha we've had some broken relationships um, with family, and the only thing that I can do is send them love, loving thoughts, mm -hmm. loving words, loving whatever prayers. Um, anytime that I start to think about that situation, because. The reality is, is that I can allow myself to get super depressed about it, down, you know, whatever, because yep. I am human and I, you know, I love this person dearly. Mm -hmm. So, and I miss them, you know, and so I could definitely get myself into a, a pretty bad state mm -hmm. place if I sure. allowed it to. So I have learned to anytime that person pops up into my head to send love. And just say a loving prayer, mm -hmm. um, sending them, you know, well wishes, whatever that is. And, you know, it doesn't, um, it doesn't always, you know, take that yuck feeling away. But for mm -hmm. the most part, you know, it does. It, helps. it does. It helps. And I feel better that I'm not, um, not that I ever sent, you know, anything negative anyway. Sure. Um, because if you really truly love someone, you don't you, send you them. You won't, exactly, right. <laughs> you know, 
Um, but, you know, I think it goes down to, it doesn't matter who it is. If somebody does you wrong, you know, most people go straight to how can I get back at them or whatever. And that's negative, bad vibration. Right. You know, and. And it's funny because the Course of Miracles we're just reading yesterday or whatever, the day before or something talks about when you realize that you are connected to your brother or sister. Yeah. that you will never wish them harm because exactly. if you wish them harm, you're wishing yourself harm. Exactly. You know, and that was whole Jesus' point. Yeah. Right. And, you know, loving your, you know, a- anyone so. could love, you know, love someone that loves you. Yeah. Right. But how do you do with loving your enemy? Yeah. You know, because until you love your enemy, then you don't really truly fully understand the word love. Yeah. And I think it's funny, ironic that, the church as all knowing and all powerful as they pretend to be. And so high on, and just so you know, guys, I absolutely love Jesus with all my heart, my mind, my soul and strength. But, you know, I, I truly do. Um, but if the church knows everything, then why do they not talk about the 30 years he was gone? Right. I mean, they just refused to. Well, we don't have those. That that wasn't written. That was everything else that was important in the world ever or that they deem important mm-hmm. is in the Bible. Yeah. But it just so happens that they're going to leave out. It's not thirty years. And it's twenty some odd. And years the truth is, is there was stuff written on it. There was stuff written on it. So yes. they're lying. They are lying, and the reason they lie is because they don't want you to know that he went to Egypt and he learned with the Egyptians and he went and he went and learned, you know, he was, uh, alive the same time that, um, Buddha, Buddha was, they were friends and they were friends. They studied together, you know? And so he learned from the Buddha and, you know, the first time I heard that, I thought, well, no wonder his whole message was love. Exactly. (laughs) Right. Because, Duh, that's you know the whole you know buddha's idea is everything is love and so and then when he came back then he was teaching you know this new weird idea of life you know Mm -hmm. living in full service to to others and god yeah that was it um and he was murdered for that right so it's the church they know exactly what his message was yeah they, they know that his message was that you have the power within you. You don't need. Yeah. By the way, don't worship me. Don't make yeah. a religion after me because yeah. you've got the power within yourself. Of course, they freaking murdered him because they didn't want everybody to understand that they don't need the church. Exactly. They didn't need the walls. They didn't need you come and pay your alms so we can pray for you and right. blah, blah, blah. Keep you enslaved. You know, so it's um, his message was way more freeing than people understand um and and i think oftentimes people and i think that's where i get frustrated because you know especially when you see comments on you know your posts or whatever i i understand it's social media so it's not like i let it take up space in my head or anything but um but i still get frustrated because those christians who claim to be christians when they're saying those types of things they're they're not saying it out of love or whatever and, and they may think that they are but it's a 
it's a divisive divisive thing to say. You know, mm-hmm. people say all the time, "Well, Jesus isn't the only way, the truth, and the life." I okay. Well, you're saying that, but the 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 vibration and the energy that you're putting off is you have to do it this way or you're a bad person or you're going to hell or you're going to whatever. I mean, that is so, so dividing. It is. And, you know, I mean, I understand that, you know, I don't agree necessarily with everyone's lifestyle or belief or whatever. I don't have to. It's, you know, it's their life. but my problem comes when and i think you hear this a lot in the world today my problem comes with the pushing of your agenda or your mm-hmm. belief system mm-hmm. you know so i completely understand where you know people who are not say christ followers necessarily mm-hmm. i don't know what their following is if they do at all so I understand when you hear people say, well, you're a Jesus freak, Bible thumper, trying to shove it down people's throat. I understand why they say that. Sure, of course. <clears throat> because of course. it's true. Yeah. And, you know, it's not just Christianity for that matter. Right. You know, or whatever. But through my experience, I mean, kill the messenger, I guess, but... They are the ones that do push it more than (laughs) I hear other people. You don't hear people running around going, well, I'm a Wiccan, I'm a witch, I'm a Buddhist, I'm a Muslim, I'm a... You don't hear people say that. And if you believe like I do, then you're going to... Your soul is going to burn forever. If you don't believe like I do. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, so you just don't... You just don't hear or see it or feel it from, you know, the other place. And... You know, if you go back to the blind study that I was talking about, you made a comment and said, you know, would you be able to tell that this person was Muslim or this person was Christian? And if you couldn't, and then you found out afterwards and you picked the Muslim, then what's your thought about, you know, the Muslim? Because not all Muslims are terrorists. Exactly. Right? And, you know. And and so when you look at it from that perspective, there's good and bad in any belief system. There is. And I think it comes down to the person. You know? What are you what is your frequency putting off? Is it putting off love and kindness and, you know, um acceptance mm-hmm. even if you get frustrated with someone because they say for an example, say that they, you know, I, yeah, I can do that. And then they mess up the whole thing. You know, there's going to be a frustration there. Exactly. But that doesn't mean you have to show them frustration. No. You know? And maybe it comes down to taking somebody, you know, by the hand and saying, hey, I really wish that you could have done it this way or that way or Mm -hmm. whatever, you know, kind of thing. Um, Instead of you're an idiot. Exactly. You know? Um, and I get that 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 can be hard, especially with people who have strong personalities who don't understand um, how to accept maybe I'm not as good at what I thought and somebody's going to show me how to do it. I mean, I used to be the same way. People, you know, would try to teach me to do something different. I think going through, you know, 
college and being an intern and, you know, with counseling and all that really helped me with that because I really struggled at first when they would say, you can't do that with a client. You can't, you know, this is how you, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I used to struggle with that um, and get offended, Mm -hmm. you know, but that was my own personal thing. And so how do you deal with somebody that, you know, is like that, that can't take criticism, for instance? Yeah. you love them where they are. You just love them, love them right? And are. that right there shows, you know, mm-hmm. I guess, true love. It doesn't matter, you know, what your belief system is as mm-hmm. far as... And that's one of the things I've learned for me going through what I would call the deconstruction of Christianity, I guess. So, you know, just because somebody has, you know, walked away from organized religion doesn't mean that they've walked away from Christ. Exactly. And I see so much, especially now that I'm being more uh, vocal about the deconstruction, um, I see so many people that are just hopping on and being like, you know, assuming, you know, that we've completely walked away from Christ or whatever the case is. And, you know, I don't have to defend myself, but I'm lucky that I have this platform that I can share right. those thoughts and those processes because I know we're not the only ones. We're not. And, you know, so I want to challenge you guys with something. And, you know, I've always asked, you know, why do you believe what you believe? You know, is it because someone taught you this is what it means or this is what it, you know, is supposed to believe or something that you read, you know, you heard, you felt, you experienced, but why do you believe what you believe? And, and mm-hmm. the biggest um, pushback uh, I have received this last couple of years, anytime I talk to any of my friends, um, they're all, they will always come back to, yeah, Jim, but Jesus is the way. He's the only way. He's the only way. He's the only way. And I understand why they say that. It's because that's what they were taught. Mm-hmm. Um, it's what I was taught. However, it never resonated with me. Yeah. And it wasn't until a few years ago, actually, my eyes really opened when we were doing our um, uh, community services with the other churches yeah. in Dayton. And uh, we would get together and we did a Easter service. You know, there was like four different denominations that I put together. and We had amazing services. It was one of the funnest things I've ever done. But in that, learning other uh, denominations' ideas, mm-hmm. beliefs, you know, and I already knew that they weren't, we weren't all the same. Um, but we all had a common goal. And every one of us pastors, we came together. We put aside our differences yep. Yep. for the community. And I, I believe that we did it. We showed the love of Christ mm-hmm. in that. But I remember also in there and doing the studying, there's, uh, it's called uh, Jesus sayings of I am or I am sayings. And, you know, I don't remember who had that part that one day, but I remember him talking about it and it just, it hit me. Um, and then I had affirmation, uh, to it, I don't know, probably last year or sometime, um, through a different medium of, uh, of information anyways. And the whole idea 
is, you know, Jesus, everyone says, well, Jesus himself says, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life, because it is written out. Jesus says, everyone knows, John, right? Right. <clears throat> but what you have to do is you have to deconstruct it, and you have to think about it for yourself. Because if you think about it for yourself, when Jesus says, I am, he's meaning God, because that's God's, his father's name, yeah. was I am. So he was identifying as God, mm -hmm. okay, but God's word or the, uh, the idea of God and Jesus together is love, right? God is all love. Mm -hmm. So if you think of it in a little different manner where Jesus was not saying, I am meaning Jesus am the way, right. Jesus, I am the what, truth, Jesus, I am the life. What he was meaning was love is the way, mm -hmm. love is the truth, love is the life. Yeah, All that is from the father is the way, the truth and the life because the father is love. Mm -hmm. And so when I was able to make that switch in my mind, it takes all the pressure of whatever belief that you have away. Mm -hmm. Because you're going to go on to read when Jesus is asked, what's the greatest commandment is what? To love God. Mm -hmm. Love your neighbor as yourself. It's all love is the commandment. Love is and, the way. And, right? and then I go deeper with that in the fact of knowing that you know, God lives within each one of us. It's a oneness. It is. A we oneness. have a oneness with Christ, yes. and and the Spirit was given to 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 live and reside within each one of us. Then what exactly. does that mean? It means that He lives we, inside. Each he one. lives inside each one of us, and we are love. And, and we it all, doesn't matter whether yes. you your God is Christ, God, divine source, universe. It doesn't matter. All that spark we all have that we all every one of yeah. us and science has proven that science has proven that we all you know they're calling it the Jesus gene now yeah. because it's in, in the form of a cross yeah you know um but it's so there's one gene that connects all of humanity we all have in our DNA which is actually stardust <laughs> which is so funny because right? <laughs> the church you know has shown that video a million know, times right right and they use it. To their own, yes, doctrine or whatever the case. They is. do. So, but yeah. anyhow, so this is proof that what it's proof of is that we're all connected. Yeah, that that's the proof is that we are all connected. Yeah, and for me, when I look at it from that perspective, if I start to have and my ego starts to get in there, and I start to have a judgment or feeling about you know another person or whatever, I just remind myself that we are connected, that we are one, and. There's times where I'm like, I don't want to be because that sure, really sure. frustrates me or irritates me or whatever. But when I really, really think about that, I can't help but to eventually send love. Yeah. Now, it doesn't mean I have to hang out with that person or whatever the case sure. is, but you can't help but send love. No. And I mean, if you're not able to send love, then I, I would definitely question <laughs> you yeah. know and and i say that from my own experience because there was a exactly. point in my life where i just hated everything sure and, um but it really came down to i hated myself uh -huh. and the moment that i really truly started to you know show myself unconditional love it changed the way that i love other people it does 
I mean, drastically has changed the way that I love other people. And I've noticed myself um, in the last few years through this whole deconstruction for me, learning to keep my mouth shut Mm -hmm. when, you know, it doesn't matter because if you know and you understand a person's vibration and you understand, you know, that whole concept, then you know by saying certain things that it's going to rile them up or whatever the case is, is. just keep your mouth shut. It doesn't matter. You know, it really truly doesn't matter. And, um, you know, and that really comes down to just the control factor, right? We we all want to have control of this, that, or whatever. And, you know, we don't, we don't really have to. And um, when you start to learn that, um, and you also, you know, learn that the reality is, is as much as you want to have that control, we never truly do. No, so, no. you know, the only thing you have control of is how you respond to stuff. And, 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 and you don't ever really, um, it's kind of sound weird, but you don't ever gain control until you give it up first. Yeah. You know, it's, you got to... It's a whole, you know, surrender, you know, and everyone tells you, you know, you got to surrender yourself to Christ or whatever. What does that even mean? Yeah. Well, what it means is you try to start thinking like he does. Yeah. Right. You you start, you know, reading his words and say, okay, I I want to be those words. Yeah. And um, that that's when the change happens. You know, it's it's easy, you know, and and it's and here's the thing. It's easy as hell to, to read them. You know, the, the hard part is applying them. Yeah. Right. You know, how do you love somebody when they're being a freaking dickwad to you? And, and I think right? that's my biggest so. issue with the church um, and our experience is that, you know, they claim all of these things, um, love, non-judgment, all of these things, but turn around and don't show it, don't have the yeah, actions totally. of it. And, um, you know through our experience this may not be your experience sure. and you may hopefully be it wasn't to this yeah, and, right, you know right, exactly that's that i mean i'm so glad that you know it wasn't your experience exactly but part of what we're trying to do is open people's eyes to the actual to the to the truth mm-hmm. and um for a lot of people it is their experience and you know we were leaders in the church i mean we you know, I'm not saying that we were, you know, the top leaders or anything like that, but we were in our, you know, we ran a church area, right? And so, I mean, yeah. you know, if if they can do it to to us as le- leaders, mm-hmm. instead of you know coming to us, especially in the situation that got us to where we are, I mean, it was a catalyst. It wasn't the only thing, but the catalyst. And saying, hey, you seem to know something about this. How can you help us as a church figure this out? Like, what can we do? Yeah. You know, they, they never, they never tried to do that. Mm-hmm. They tried to cover it up. And that's the problem is that they try to cover it up. I mean, we've got friends whose kids were molested. And, you know, they have fought through the church to, you know, move through that and all of the things. Instead of saying, oh, my God, how can we as a church fix this exactly. they've tried to cover it all up exactly. because they don't want to look bad or whatever the case is well they don't, don't worry they, about that they don't realize they already look bad yeah <laughs> so anyhow, that, that, that's the yeah the ironic part to that whole thing it so, is you know anyhow so yeah we just wanted to share our thoughts with you this morning about that and um you know challenge you guys to just 
be honest, you know, again, it just goes back to just being honest, I think, with yourself and asking yourself the hard questions. And mm -hmm. they're not easy questions to ask no. yourself. But um, when you ask yourself the question and then you give yourself an honest answer, you know, you kind of got to accept it at that point. Because mm -hmm. if you don't accept it, it's going to be kind of miserable for you. And you're exactly. not going to be living your true self and your true desire. And, you know... I did that for too many years and, you know, I just feel so passionate to help other people to not do that. I mean, you know, at 40 something years old, I decided I was going to live my life, not my way, but my desire, mm -hmm. you know, Your and passion. my passion. And, you know, when you start questioning things and people and organizations, they don't like it no, and you know you may want to ask yourself the hard question why don't they like it and exactly. what are they trying to hide exactly so and you know it, it's and it, it's always going to come through the lens of with which you look through life at and uh julie and i are the beginning of our discussion before we started recording you know there's a um i think it, it really kind of begins with our ideas of of humanity. You know, do you believe that humanity is inherently good, mm -hmm. or do you believe that they're not good? Yeah. You know, and you know, every religion has its own idea about that. Uh, Christianity, it, it's it, it's actually kind of split. You know, one belief you know, depends on what uh, denomination you're in, as opposed to their idea on that whole thing but um you know for me i, I believe that we're all inherently good yeah you know I, I think that mankind we all have that animalistic instinct in us to protect and maybe do things that we wouldn't normally do mm -hmm. um but at the core essence of us i believe is love yeah and i think I, that I, our I really um situations in life you know can change that can dictate that it can dictate sure it you know sure through enough. the traumas and through the sure you know enough. whatever we go through in life and you know all of those things you know it caused you know my abandonment stuff caused me to be a people pleaser mm -hmm. you know i was talking about becoming a chameleon around each and every single person that i was around and i did that my whole entire life you know i could be this person that person whatever and I used to say in recovery, you know, I wear many hats. I wear pastor's wife hat. I wear, you know, recovery person. I mean, all these hats. And the reality is, is that I just want to wear one. Yeah. I just want to wear one. This is who I am. And, you know, I'm still, you can put whatever label you want on me. You know, I'm still all of these things. But I, I am me. Mm -hmm. And I just want to wear one. And I don't want my traumas in life to define, to you, define right? me or to dictate how I respond to people or, exactly. you know, um, you know, be that chameleon of a person that I'm not. I think that's a great, great, great point, babe. Um, yeah. cause we do, we, we allow our traumas to define us. Mm -hmm. it, they become uh, our own, uh, labels, right? We, we label ourselves mm -hmm. as our traumas and it's really not until you destroy that label that you get set free yeah. from it. It's 
you know, me looking at myself and not saying, you know, I'm not that little kid that got raped when I was right. 11 years old. Right. Like, that's, that's not me yeah. anymore. So I don't have to walk this out as that hurt little boy. Exactly. You know, because I'm a healed man. Yeah. And as soon, and, and it's hard, gang. It's, it, it that kind of work is, is. It is hard because hard. you really have to dive you deep gotta, within. You gotta, you gotta get down to the core mm -hmm. on that stuff. And, and you can't, um, can't color code it. You just gotta look at it for what it is and walk right through it, yeah. you know. But when you finally get to a point where you don't identify as that, that's when your life starts to change. Yeah. Truly starts to change. Yeah. I know for me, you know, um, walking around with the shame of, you know, motherhood or whatever sure. through my own traumas or whatever, the moments when I don't, you know, have those feelings of shame and guilt and I don't identify as a bad mom, um, I feel the I feel powerful. I yeah. feel like I feel like me. I can see it in you. You know, I feel mm -hmm. like me and I feel like, you know, I can laugh and have fun and, you know, I mean just live life and 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 be free mm -hmm. from that. But the moment that that stuff comes on top of me and, you know, I allow that stuff to come in, um man, it, it, it can take you down, yeah. you know? Yeah. So it really is about diving deep within and healing that innermost pain. Yeah. Um, because it does pop up, you know, yeah. throughout. It's going to. And it's going to. But each time is a time for you to heal that, that place. Exactly. That, that, that thing. So anyhow, so yeah, we just, we, we challenge you guys to really look within yourself and ask yourself the hard question and, you know, where where do I need to let go of the labels? Where do I need to heal my innermost pain? Where do I, you know, ask yourself those questions. Mm -hmm. And, you know, maybe you don't know. And, you know, maybe we can help you identify what exactly. that is that you do need to work on. And exactly. So, you know. If We're that's, good at that kind of stuff, guys. If that's you and you're looking for, you know, more support in that, you know, please send us an email at cedahope329 at gmail.com. You can find us at um, SOHSoulCoaching.com. That's our website. I do believe it's attached to um, our podcast. So anyhow, um, we love you guys. Thanks for listening and hanging out with us. And we will talk to you again soon. Yep. Peace out.